This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. Some people say you make your own. Some people say it just falls in your lap. Either way, new research reveals that three quarters of Britons say they believe in luck. Joining me now to discuss the psychology behind luck is Professor Richard Wiseman. Hi, Richard. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So isn't luck just another superstition? We wanted to look at how the public perceive luck, and as you say, around about uh, three-quarters of people think there's something to it, which is a really curious finding, because, you know, there we are in this midst of all this science and technology, and the vast majority of us still believing in the concept of luck. Why is that? Where does the notion of believing in luck emerge from? It's a very old belief um, in terms of lucky charms and superstitions and, and so on, but I think it's really central to our well-being. It's the idea that you can court chance, that you're in control of your life. And so in some of my other research, I studied uh, the lives of about a 1,000 exceptionally lucky and unlucky people for about 10 years, and we could see that luck really mattered. The lucky people, very successful, always in the right place at the right time. Unlucky people, life was a catalogue of disaster. And so, yeah, we, we know that luck matters. So is it just a belief in luck? Can you really create your own luck? Well, our research showed that uh, a lot of your luck is due to the way you think and behave. So lucky people, for example, very optimistic. Uh, They think the future will go well, and that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I I think it is possible uh, to create and control luck. But if you believe in good luck and being able to create it, surely then the same rules apply for bad luck, and you should accept that, you know, sometimes things won't go your way. Well, that's a problem because if you expect the future to be not quite so bright, then indeed, you know, you think, okay, um, you know, there's no point in preparing for that job interview because I'm not going to get the job because I'm unlucky. Well, that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy as well. So it's perhaps not surprising that people have done all sorts of things to promote their luck over time, the most famous being, you know, carrying a lucky charm. And we found in research around about a third of the population, you know, carry lucky charms or uh, carry out uh, superstitious rituals. But uh, although it's quite fun, I, I think it's probably better to think of luck as being able to do a mindset rather than uh, those sorts of superstitious uh, uh, objects. Why is it, though, that people do attach luck to physical objects? Well, I think part of it is that it seems to work. In fact, there is some evidence that if you're a student, for example, you take a lucky mascot into the exam, you do actually perform slightly better. The downside of all of that is if you leave the house without that mascot, you can feel very anxious and that can be quite disruptive. But I think it's all part of this magical thinking that we that we think there's something out there that needs to be controlled and that somehow an object or a ritual, maybe we're told this as kids, that's going to help us. I think it's a lot healthier to see luck as something uh, that's in our own control, but it really to do with our mindset. It's about optimism, it's about resilience, it's about looking for opportunities and so on. What was this research saying about what people would opt for if they were blessed with luck? And what does this reveal about people? Well, the the top use of luck, if you like, uh, was to win the lottery and to be financially successful. And that came over the notion of being lucky more generally in life in terms of relationships and job and, and so on. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that. I understand why anybody would want to uh, to be wealthy. Although if you look at the research into happiness, actually uh, getting increased wealth doesn't lead to happiness. That tends to be about friends and family and having a job that you find meaningful. So the good news is even if you don't win the lottery, you can still live a lucky and happy life by focusing more on 
the aspects of your life that are easier to control, such as, you know, forming good relationships and uh, and being in a part of a loving relationship and so on. So I, I think it is doable to live a lucky life without trying to win the lottery. This research also revealed Britain's top 10 list of lucky charms and rituals. And a lot of these strike me as having quite a historical context, as we were chatting about before, because at number one is picking a four-leaf clover. Where do a lot of these traditions and rituals stem from? Well, lots of them are very, very old. Uh, they're passed down from generation to generation. So if you have something like touching wood, for example, uh, that's a, a very old pagan tradition and it's about getting the benign wood gods on your side. So although we all do it, and even if you're sceptical and if you're you know, very sort of science-minded, you'll still see people touching wood, we may not be aware just how old these uh, traditions are. And I think that speaks to how deep-seated our thoughts are, are, are about uh, luck and superstition. Yes, because at number nine is cherishing religious artefacts. Is there a connection between luck and religion? I think there is. Uh, it, it's all part of the, the same parcel, which is trying to keep control of our lives and whether we think uh, there's some uh, sort of divine entity looking down on us and helping us, and uh, that's obviously the basis of prayer, or whether it's luck and uh, you're trying to carry a lucky charm. It's about this notion of control. And if psychology tells us anything over the last few years, it's that that feeling of being in control of your life is absolutely central to both physical and psychological well-being. Professor Richard Wiseman, thank you so much for speaking with me today on Insight Radio. A pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.